With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is episode number 534. With me, as always, is the one, the only. It has been said that only his subpar co-hosts could tease something that would never happen. It is the, the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's called foreshadowing. Foreshadowing? Is yeah, that yeah, what yeah. I did? Yeah, yeah. We sh- we shouldn't talk and about it. And what you're do- doing is called uh, ass covering. Yeah. That's what- <laughs> there is, uh, when you go to film school, you'll learn this. Uh-huh. Uh, there I is- start next week. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud. <laughs> Best year is I grew up so fast, didn't I? <laughs> Some would say not fast enough. <laughs> and we don't like those people, Dude, do we, the, anymore? The other day, I thought I was 36. I had it in my head, and then I was like, oh, damn it, I'm turning 37 this year. Isn't it so, weird how you hit 30 and you don't remember your age? Yeah, I'm so freaking old. And then I, I... I was listening to an interview with Seth Rogen, and he literally... I mean, he's a pothead, so this yeah. doesn't help my point, but he literally was like... Oh, am I 30 or 31? Oh. He was having a hard time figuring yeah, out his actual it. age. I, and I literally... I don't know how serious you're, you mean this, because I oh, literally no. will forget my oh, age. Oh, no, I literally... Okay. I, I never do. And for some reason, I couldn't remember. And I, I had had a long day and whatever. I, I actually logged on to uh, our church's database and looked up my age. Like, I... <laughs> I wish, and the weird thing was, I knew because it's easier than doing the math from the year you were born. Because I didn't, I kept doing it, and I forgot when my birthday was for some yeah. reason. After living an entire life of knowing yeah. that no matter what year it is, it's one less than that. Because because I was born so close to the end of the right year. Right now, I just forgot how old I was again. <laughs> In the middle of this conversation, I went thirty four. Yeah, I know I'm thirty. <laughs> well, because I because here's what happened. While you're saying that, I was like. If I did the seventy nine thing, I I could just I, I when I was a kid I right. always knew I was one year older than whatever the end of the year was. Right, right, right. right. And so that I was like, oh, 33. I'm like, wait, no, but I'm not. Is it work in the 2000s? Am I 34? I'm going to be 35 in January. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard with 30. Yeah. I, all I have to do is subtract or add six to my wife's age. And I knew she's not 30. So I don't know why I had a hard time. White guy problems. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid. They're not quite middle-aged here in, in suburbia. <laughs> Did you watch DuckTales? Oh you my gosh, did I watch some DuckTales? Did you really? Oh my, yeah, I How love that show. I'll tell you why I love How that show. This right here. Friends? 
That's why I love this show. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. This car spins this aeroplane. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery. Yeah, you got it. Or rewrite history. DuckTales. Every day that I've been waiting. DuckTales. That's what I remember. Yeah. Of daring do dial and do ducktails. It's a stranger much behind you. It's a stranger out to find you. What to do? Just grab onto some ducktails. Those robots are cool. Yeah. Yep. We're watching a, a later season intro if it has the robots. Oh, really? Yep. That's a season two intro. And then you see Bubba. Yeah, so I, so we're excited because the remastering of DuckTales has happened and it was released on the PSN and I imagine the Xbox something or other. Uh, but for those of you bef- born before the year 2000, uh, DuckTales was a, an extremely popular cartoon and it launched the uh, Disney Toon Studios, which is where we're getting Planes from this year. Oh, really? just came out. Yeah. So uh, Planes is not a Pixar movie. No. Ah. So Planes is fascinating because Planes was a direct-to-DVD. Most of the Disney Toon studio movies are uh, straight-to-DVD movies that are based on sequels or other franchises. They did like seven of the Tinkerbell movies all come from them, and uh, they did the Goof Troop movie. Uh, and Planes was by Disney. You notice it says Disney, not Disney Pixar. Yeah. Um, and they had had this movie in, in works for a while. In fact, if you go and crack open some of your earlier Disney films that are on DVD, it'll say coming to DVD and Blu-ray, Planes. And now it it got released in theaters because it did so it was doing so well in production Marketing. that they decided uh, this will this will have a strong theatrical release. It's only the second. I don't know why it wouldn't like. Here's what I think: the reason why it's straight to DVD is because it's like, hey, it's kind of a knockoff of Cars. You think? Yeah. Because here's every myself included, all of my kids, everybody in the in his preschool class, all of them are like, it's like Cars but planes. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's it's a brilliant idea. I haven't but seen is it yet. It? Oh, you haven't seen it? I don't know. I, I assume I'm probably going to go see it this weekend. I'm guessing. So. I'm, I'll be with you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. That could um, happen on his birthday. I don't know. So, so they had been working on the film or the show, and then they developed uh, the Ducktales film that came out in I, don't know, I think '89 or '90, and that was the um, third to last thing they ever made to deal with with Ducktales. Two more episodes were made after that, yeah. and then the show was done, and they started making Chip and Dale and and all the other shows after that. Um, the and the thing that's exciting about it, if you look at their history of all the movies they made, it was like five more years before they made another movie because they clearly made DuckTales mm-hmm. and then started working on the next film. <laughs> and then now they have enough people and, and stuff where they can make multiple movies at a time. But uh, it's a it's a little different thing. But the uh, DuckTales was fascinating for several reasons in, in the history of, of television because they, they had a very different model for how their show was released than how we watch shows now. For First of all, it was direct to syndication. So it was a cartoon show that had anchor shows on ABC. So it had a Saturday morning lineup, but then it also sold stuff direct into syndication. So you could be in a market where you could watch DuckTales on one channel on Saturday and then Monday through Friday watching it on a different channel, which is how it, it played out in most markets. That's how it probably played out where you were. I know it was for me. Mm-hmm. They were on two different networks. And you can watch them Monday through Friday. Yeah. And you it watch, would be the same episodes. It would be different episodes. That's oh, the point, okay. is that they had a different run. They were doing simultaneous That's what runs. I thought you had said. And yeah, I was, yeah. And I remember them. 
I because obviously I don't remember them being on two, two different networks. Yeah. I just remember watching them every day after school. Yeah. And then watching them on Saturday morning. Yeah, and they were two different groups. brilliant, in my opinion. Then the thing, that, yeah, because you got six of it uh, at a time. The other thing that is unheard of now that people just do not do when it comes to children's entertainment, and I think it's because the work DuckTales did, is that they released a new episode every day for the entire fall. Like, if you look at the release dates, it's every day they had a brand new episode. Yeah, four seasons, 100 episodes total is what yeah. I'm looking at. And the, the the first, the bulk of that are 60 episodes that were released inside, like, 90 days. Mm-hmm. It's something ridiculous. And they and now they now they know the kids would rather watch the same episodes again and again and again and again and oh again and again. Oh, my gosh, would they? Yeah. <laughs> Brace yourself, my friend. I can't Although you, I, I'm a, I'm in, I can endure that storm I'm i the, bring, bring it, it. <laughs> this might be one of the few times you end up eating your words really oh my gosh yeah are you sure yeah because here's the thing i have zero to no patience for this but the amount of repetition that you will like it's not your your adult brain could not wrap around the concept of how many times a four-year-old can watch wreck it ralph oh. in a week Dude, I would oh, that's such a great example and the one I was going to get when I got that movie on Blu-ray. We watched it that night. I put it on the next day and I played it the following day. I watched if, it. Here's here's how I'm going to help you. Yeah, hit me. If you can accept the gauntlet yeah. that your young son is about to throw down to you, oh, I love this play. you will be one of the coolest that he will go to school and he will be able to tell his friends, "I watched Wreck-It Ralph 40 times this weekend." And they will be like, my dad only let me watch it twice. Here's the difference between you and me. Can you listen to the same song on repeat? Yes. Like, for hours? Yes. Really? Yes. No, I didn't know that about you. I can listen to that uh, Hey Ho right now is Jack's favorite song. Okay, and you don't mind that playing again and again and again? No. So what about having a movie on... Is so tiresome uh, because when usually when and they, they're long, I yeah. would think that would be better. No, when I when I usually you can mark the hours. I am trying <laughs> to tell you, you would know. I'm it's now right. it's four o'clock. Now it's six o'clock. Now it's eight o'clock. No. Okay. <laughs> that's what it. They, that's a good example. That's what it feels like. It feels like <laughs> it turns what my life is, which is supposed to be a limited time that I have on this plane, mm-hmm. right? And it's just it's just blatantly showing to me this is how you're eroding it away. Just <laughs> the constant repetition of the same thing. Like every time I see those end credits, I know I have lost two hours of my life <laughs> to something that I've already achieved. Now, wait, are you saying that you're sitting on the couch with him watching that, or you're it's on and other things are happening? I am sitting watching the movie, and I, well, here's the thing. I would like to sit and cuddle with my kids and watch a movie, because yeah. I love watching movies. Yeah. But uh, I cannot watch Wreck-It Ralph uh, back-to-back. I cannot watch a double header of Wreck-It Ralph. I can't. I can't watch Wreck-It Ralph and then the following day watch Wreck-It Ralph again. Or or here's the thing. I could do that because to me Wreck-It this, this is it's getting an unfair. Wreck-It Ralph is a great It's movie. a great film. It's I was great, like great great movie. That sounds like a good time. It's unfair. Uh, what I guess I'm really talking about is uh, like he has like some crappy King Kong movie. Too, yeah, see that, now that's where you're gonna challenge me. Uh, but but even if it's like Cars or Toy Story or uh, I I... Uh, he what like Rise of the Guardians. Uh, oh, that was, one's not good. Uh, he had to watch that again. Whatever new movie is out, he's got to watch it again and again and again. 
Epic. I just zapped Epic. Oh. And this is my way out of this, is that I pay $6 to instantly zap a movie to then have it only have a 48-hour lifespan. Yeah, so then... It, my movies now live like a fruit fly. <laughs> just so you can watch a it. joke from Epic. <laughs> <laughs> so you can watch it for 24... You can watch it 24 times. 48 hours, yes. <laughs> I can watch it for 48 hours. And uh, so my point, to get back to your point, is, is that... I'm not. I would like to sit there, but I can't. And what bothers me now is that there are times where we'll be watching a movie that I've already seen, and I my mind is elsewhere. My, sure, I want to go grab my Vita and play something. And you can't do that because you're saying it's like father son time, and you say, "What do you want to do?" And it's he says, "I want to watch time. the same movie again." Yes, it's family time. Now here's here's where he's opened my eyes a little bit in that video games to me yeah. uh are the they cross over this barrier yeah so now i'm a it's a long-standing history on the show that i'm a guy who will play a game once sell it and then mm-hmm. move on uh but with my kids games much like i never had a dvd collection at all yeah i owned th- four dvds yeah. uh before i had children i remember the star wars trilogy and as good as it gets <laughs> Those were my four movies. And they, as good as it gets, it was actually your wife's. Uh, borderline, uh, <laughs> this might be an overshare, borderline pornographic because of my infatuation with Helen Hunt at that time of my life. Interesting. I've transitioned away. Listen, don't think that I didn't enjoy that Sessions movie. Don't think for a minute. She's like 70 Stop now. it. All Stop right. it. All right. You could say she's however old. She's a bit of all right to this guy. That's all definitely, I'm definitely, uh, yeah, explicit tag. <laughs> I feel it. I I've said it. I, all I said wrong was the pornograph pornography. It's word. Just it, you it's can't in say my that head. word. No, I don't know. Oh, it's just not family friendly. Oh, your mind went explicit, is what you're saying. No, I'm saying there's an explicit tag above right. her head right well, now. Well, make a note. But my point is, I uh, so I was a big fan of her. And that's why I like that movie. Uh, just because I, I just loved her, I thought she was beautiful, enthralling. Like I would, all I would fantasize about having lunch with her. Was, <laughs> it, was, it was never, never sensual in any way, shape, or form. But if lunch went really well, I would take it to that would level. Would you like a sesame seed? My new one roll. now, and it's interesting. My new one is Reese Witherspoon, but that's not shouldn't be a topic. Oh, well, well, that yeah. Oof. When she was Actually, back on, she my was newer on, one. She was on Alec McBeal. Back in the day, uh-huh. right? And she's she a was, bit of all right. I can watch her. She's talk. Adam's family. I, this is weird. That but what I really like to do is I like to watch women talk more than I like. But I, because the, you love to talk. I do love to talk. So it's like I also love to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, but my newest one right now, uh, I'm going through a Patty Heaton phase. Peyton Patricia Heaton of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond fame, and also now in the middle. Oh, the mom. The on mom Everybody. on the middle. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Oh my, pretty cool. She's, oh. a, she's a slice of all right for this guy. Right? <laughs> it's the a, third time you've said that expression. I've yeah, never heard before the tonight. I'm just saying. <laughs> so anyway, uh, meanwhile in the entertainment center. In front of me <laughs> and talk to me about <laughs> philosophy. I would listen. <laughs> <laughs> entertainment center! Uh, <laughs> well, challenge accepted. I would... Uh, it depends on the quality of the material of whether or not I would be able to gobble up a rewatching because it, I feel like I could rewatch Cars multiple times. Now, could There's I a watch? The reason it? why we have all of the Pixar movies is because of the children movie phase, those are the most. I will tell you this right now as another heads up do not fall into the Disney vault, they do not hold up. 
You cannot watch Oh, yeah. Pinocchio. Some of the early stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you no. You cannot no. watch Pinocchio. You cannot watch Cinderella. You cannot nope. watch Snow White again and again and again. Beauty and the Beast? Eh. Yeah, probably. Tangled? Closer? Oh, Tangled, absolutely. Uh, Tangled. Uh, Beauty and the Beast and Tangled are the only ones. Toy that... Stories? Peter Pan? Can't even do that. No, 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 no. No the way. Toy Stories I could do. I haven't seen the Toy Stories in a while. That's what, and it's interesting. Jack gets robbed because he doesn't get to do that. But, uh, but yeah, you have a table with those characters. Yeah. So uh, before there was repetitive viewing, yes. watching there were the Ducktales, which is another Disney. Uh, so property. I talked about this on the last episode. Is that are they saying woo or is it woo? I think it's a woo. Yeah. Awoo. When I see it in uh, karaoke, it's a woo. Hold on. Yeah. You've gone to a karaoke show and sang the DuckTales theme song? I wish. Oh. Uh, no, I hate karaoke. At uh, E3, they had a, a booth where you could go in and sing the song. Oh, that's uh, brilliant. As a song, because it's super I would short. make the DuckTales song. Because here's the thing. If I was into karaoke, the DuckTales song, everybody, uh, karaoke singers have their song, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah was make yours. DuckTales theme song would definitely be my song, because everybody would enjoy it. Probably one of the uh, easily top five best things about that show. <laughs> I would Easily. agree. The thing that's interesting about the song is that it actually feels like half of a of a longer song because it, melodically it begins in one place and ends in a totally different it place. It has it has like a almost a bridge that never comes back to its chorus. Like the end of the song feels like a bridge and then it and then it doesn't stop. It's yeah. like they're two different songs. Uh which is probably part of the genius of it, mm-hmm. but it yeah. Um the other thing, I've, so I've started rewatching the show because it's on Amazon Prime, what? and uh, uh, putting. I've hold up. Yeah, does it hold up? Yes and no. Aww. The um, on one hand, it's it's blaringly eighties yeah. material. There are things that are just straight up inappropriate. Such a sad generation we grew up in. Oh yeah, where we love things that you go back and like because that's the thing. I I love the DuckTales. Yeah. I could not tell you a single thing about any episode that I ever saw. Oh really? Except for uh what's the pilot's name? McQuack or something yeah, like that. Launchpad. Launchpad McQuack. Uh I, I remember that him. I remember liking him and I love the theme song. That's the only thing. You that can't tell up. me an, an episode. You can't tell me a no. Of a, oh gosh! Easily one of my favorite shows during that time of my life. Easily, yeah. it's the point now. During the rewatching, they're coming back to me like a dream. Like oh. I can, I can tell you the next beat. It's like I, because they're just ingrained inside of me like a song. I don't know. I knew. Mm-hmm. It hurts. It's a little weird. And it's interesting too. You watch the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like on a, you watch the Ninja Turtles now. Very good show. You watch oh, yeah. our Ninja Turtles. Uh, not so good. Not, not so, so good. good. The so there's a scene in the very pilot, uh, the very first episode where Huey, Dewey, and Louie are being <laughs> being attacked by this um, mysterious Mexican man yeah. who ha- has a nickname. Oh, some other Mexican uh, name later is Joaquin Slowly, <laughs> and his ancestor Marcin Slowly. <laughs> but that's what that show was all about: is puns that really ruined my education because I'd try to be descrambling puns while in a test in geography. Uh, <laughs> but they. Uh, um, so this Mexican guy is coming at them, and he goes, I will play castanets with your heads. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dark. <laughs> that's a little dark. That's probably not okay. No, it's good. And that's uh, it, Children today ignore that. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, they just fly right over their heads. The Some of the some of the narratives are a little campy, as you would expect. Uh, and that might be the same for a lot of 
TV shows that are aiming at the same age group. I'm mm-hmm. not sure because DuckTales skewed a little young. Um, but the animation is better than most oh gosh, yeah. animation now where computers really can good. do it. The love. It, it's, that was all by hand, you think? I know. It oh, was really? before computers. There weren't computers oh, drawing drawing these cartoons. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. I didn't know that. Transformers, our Transformers had no computers. It was all hand-drawn stuff back wow. then. Wow. Yeah, yeah. All that, like, intricate robot moving, all that was models that they then drew hand by hand. So so it's a Disney cartoon, right? So they had a, a, a level of standard for animation that most television was not doing. I think that's why it made such a big splash because up until then you were dealing with like GoBots and Transformers which look like Japanese things so you just have like the very limited amount of like G.I. Joe's really low mm-hmm. animation. Hanna-Barbera really low animation. Disney comes on the scene with this television show and you know every character is so expressive and characters are having conversations and reacting and looking and moving. Um, and the pilot so far, uh, I'm still in the first five episodes, which have been recanned, which were the pilot, the same level of animation the whole way through. So I'll, I'll let you know 30 episodes deep if <laughs> if it crashes. Of course, season two is where it gets great, where where Gizmo shows up and then later Darkwing Duck and their whole spinoff. Oh, so. Darkwing Duck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is another n- great theme song. Yeah, when there's, there's trouble, trouble, you call DW. DW. Darkwing Duck, more Gizmo Duck and Launchpad. Um, so the remastering of it of this of this game that clearly resonates with so much of us uh, from our generation is I don't remember the game though. Okay, so the game uh, was uh, by Capcom is by Capcom, and uh, it was for the Nintendo. And it, it was a kind of Mario side-scrolling yes, game. Yes, now I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so you could play as different characters. Nope, you were only Scrooge, which was unusual. And uh, the thing that was funny about think? it, oh, he, he he would fight with his cane. Yeah, so uh, that was the that was the thing. Now, uh, personally, the I personal I story is. Pad McQuack game mission on that game. No, he's in it. They're all in it. They yeah. do. They have cameos, but you, but you don't play as him. Uh, there may be his one. Maybe that's battle. why I didn't like the game. Yeah, you I didn't remember get playing to. it, going, uh, and then because I love it. that show. Have I said that I love that show? Yeah, yeah, I can feel it. We should have viewing parties. So, as Scrooge McDuck. You have um, you move around left to right, jump up and down, all that kind of stuff. You, um, gosh, I, I don't understand how we were able to do this, but there, um, we got to a place through renting the video game that we weren't able to play it. My brother and I, I was probably eleven, he was probably eight, and he is an idiot savant of video games. And we would actually like get to places where we're like, I don't know how to do this. Like, there's nothing. I don't. I don't understand how I can get over this wall or whatever, beat this guy, they just kill you. I remember that feeling too with this game. Yeah, so there was a lot of like dodging and moving, eventually we gave up. So then we were, uh, we subscribed to Nintendo Power, and the Nintendo Power magazine came up and it said, don't forget to use your pogo move in this place. And our minds were blown. We're like, what's a pogo move? And we actually saw it on the screen. We didn't know that you could kill enemies. Because you and we didn't know that you could jump, do double jumps. So what you do is with this cane, because it's totally makes sense. You like crouch onto the cane, yeah, and and you boom, you pogo on it and jump around. 
And if you are holding the pogo down, your cane down, and you land on an enemy, you'll kill him. If you don't, like Mario Brothers, you just try to jump on him, you'll die. Mm-hmm. So we thought that it was a game of just dodging, and we had no idea how to get onto high ledges that you had a pogo jump. You also walk up to certain bricks, and the character's tail would wag. Scrooge McDuck's tail would wag. You could hit a button, and he would golf swing and knock it, fly it into the air. We didn't know that either. <laughs> so we didn't know how to play this game. I, think I didn't know that. I never got the Nintendo Power. Yeah, it, it was never in the instructions. So yeah. you just played it. And so when we got that, then our minds were blown and we could actually play through a bunch of the game. I think we eventually owned it. So fast forward to modern day. The remastering of it is great. They they got the, the original cast from the show back together because the, the game in 89 didn't have voices. They couldn't put voices in video games back then. The cast has aged. Scrooge McDuck definitely sounds tired. Terry McGovern, who is Launchpad McQuack, sounds the same as he ever did. And that, that dude's got to be in his 70s. We knew him from, God, from our time. Voice. He is a great voice. He still sounds great. Huey, New and Louie, a couple of them, I think, have been recast due to age and whatever. Um, then they they took the love of make. I mean, it's an HD. So um, the backgrounds, instead of being a static color like they were in before, are actually three-dimensional moving backgrounds. The foreground moves and is actual three dimensions, but you still move on a two-dimensional plane. So it's the same narrative as the first game. Close. So then the animation is all hand-drawn. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's not a computer. They're not computer models. Well, they are computer models, but the they're essentially sprites that are hand-drawn drawn animations so everything that the characters do is all cell by cell digitally laid on top of each other so it's gorgeous as you can imagine and then so the story was originally there were just these five random levels on a computer and then a a, a final boss battle that made no sense at all so they've gone back in and they've added a story to it oh so they there's a, a a zero level that teaches you how to use those weapons <laughs> teaches you how like this the beagle boys break into the money bin and this whole new mission where you try you get them out and you rescue the boys and then kick them out of the money bin and then the, you find this this piece of paper that you put into the supercomputer and that's where you get your list of the five levels so that's great there's a level zero and then they built a level after that after you fi- finish those five levels that oh, lets you yeah yeah <laughs> that let that explains the final boss battle and the final thing that happens within it. So um, all that's really great, and it's a bunch of fun nostalgia. And the very first thing that you want to do is very is accessible to you. You're in Scrooge McDuck's office, and uh, you can stand in the center, activate a button, open up the money bin, jump inside, and swim around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I thought I'd have to play the whole game to do it, and I was like, when do I get to get in? Because you couldn't do it before. The very first thing you get to do, swim around in the that's money awesome. bin. So I'm gonna uh, watch these shows with my son now. Yeah. Please, well, start. Yeah. <laughs> is it free on this Amazon Prime? It, the first season is is free on the Amazon Prime. Yeah, boom. Uh, get get back into it. It's boom. pretty great, and it's pretty cheap uh, to download it. It's gorgeous, and if you don't, if you're not nostalgic for for Ducktales, maybe you were born in the '90s and you don't know or care or think this is like a baby's toy, you'll still enjoy it. It's a pretty good game, and it's pretty funny. Uh, if you like Disney, you can't play it on it. the Vita though. No, you cannot, and that's Ugh. definitely where it belongs. Ugh. We're going to have to talk about that later. All right. So that's what I'm playing in the entertainment center. What are you playing? I'm playing God of War Ascension. I am uh, furiously trying to finish it so that I can play Last of Us. <laughs> that's just what <laughs> I'm trying. Do you own Last of Us? Nope. Uh, it's on my wish list, taunting me. 
And the only reason you have I like an old school Netflix wish list where it's like you're just waiting for something to come into the queue. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. That's what that's where I keep all of my games so that I don't uh, forget. Like in there now is uh, the Deadpool game, uh, the Dusex uh, game that they made for the because I enjoyed the first one. That, so the one they made one for PlayStation 3 that I've been mm-hmm. tempted to get. And that's like at 12 bucks. But uh, I've talked about it when we did the Comic-Con episode. But Heath has so upsold uh, Last of Us. That I'm, I'm salad. That's Heath Heitch, he famed is, comedian. He is ruined, glorious man of God of War God. Ascension uh, <laughs> because his of his talk of Last of Us. Like that's on. The- if I get a little bored playing this game, I'm gonna bail. I'm gonna bail. I'm gonna. You're playing that on the PS3, right? PS3. And uh, how's it hold up? Uh, the game. Yeah, yeah. The game is gorgeous yeah. to look at. I'm not that into the story of the game. Like I really like. What more can they do? I know that's the thing, though. It's like. They, they, this is gory. He's a god. He's not a god. He's the son of yeah, a god. He yeah. runs the nation. He does it. And yeah. every time he starts back with no powers. Like, yeah. oh, I'm an outcast and I have to prove myself. He he ran this the one, universe. This one has, in my opinion, this one has little to no story and a lot of gameplay. And while I, 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 I'm not critical of them, but it's like. There's something about that chick, Kratos, you know, the the chick from, uh, she used to be in all the horror movies when we were kids, uh, the 80s and 90s, the little person, oh, damn it, now I gotta look her up. What are you talking about? Uh, she plays, she voices the narrator uh, in uh, for the Gods of War, and she's just got a, a great, great voice. Here, let's see if it'll, this is the third game. Seriously, you're not gonna. The hands there. of death could not defeat him. Oh yeah. Okay. The sisters of fate. You know what I mean? She's a, kind of like a little person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on this day, the man, the legend, Kratos, will have his revenge. Yeah. So she's got this Linda Hunt. There it is. That's her name. Uh, but she's got this great voice, and I liked hearing. And I, it was very well acted. I've I've enjoyed all of the games. Uh, even the PSP version that I played too, mm. like I, just the story and the narrative of it. I like the whole Greek mythology thing, but this one I'm, I'm having a hard time keeping up with. And I don't know if it's because I've broken it up so much that it's hard for me to stay up with, or if it literally has been ruined because I just want to play Last. Why of Why can't you just play Last? I of think us and that's come back having this it. conversation. I think I'm just. I don't play understand Last why you do these things to yourself. Uh, <laughs> you could play multiple masochist. games at once. I play multiple games at the same time. Yeah. And it it's and it's better. No, it's a buffet of life. Nope. You just here's what you have to do is you keep them on your shelf a little longer. You sell them anyway. I still I think I still have Hitman too. Oh gosh, I gotta get rid of these games anyway. <laughs> but uh, I beat Halo Four by the way. Whoa, Did I talk about that yet? No. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, that was a good one. It's not my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I let got you know. Madden twenty five today, uh, and I'm so bummed because. My sons got their flu shots and did not cry at all. And so that makes you sad? No. Because they're stronger than you? <laughs> <laughs> because when you get boo boo, you go cry cry? <laughs> I did not say it that way. I said owie. When I get owie, I go cry cry. Um, no, uh, they were so amazing that I, and Jacob is on this Batman, the Lego Batman 2. Uh, he's on this huge kick for that. And so. I told him, he was like, can we play that when we get home? I said, of course. He's off school this week. Ah, so, I see. Like, he's home. But that next week, they Why both... do you have no school this week? 
Uh, they took a week off before their their oh, because the school their session starts after Labor Day, and yeah. I think they just do it because it's just a preschool. Got so it. I think they do it just this way because then they can they work for three days this week to clean up the school, and then they get a four day weekend. That's and nice. Get to refresh and then come back anew. But um, so he has his birthday, and, and then, then he goes back to school. Happy birthday! And then a week later, school. he goes. He has his birthday party at school where uh, uh, Leonardo and Donatello. Will oh, be coming to his which preschool. one am I? <laughs> no, we will not be doing that. Oh, really? Oh, there was a time up. in our lives. Had I had my children ten years earlier than I did, there was five a... years. <laughs> if it was two thousand seven, seven, seven years earlier, I would have only been able to have swing you and I dressed up as. It would have to be a full mask. We um, would have done it. Oh, we would have done it. And not, I'm not questioning whether or not we would have done it. I'm questioning about how much my desire would be to not wear the costume. Versus how much it would cost me. You see what I'm saying? See, I would have done it. I would have bought my own costume five years ago. No, I would have bought them for us. I know, and that's what I'm saying. And then I would have bought another one, (laughs) and we would have gotten Costa to do it. (laughs) Good call. call. Or we could have just asked him for him as then employer. Yeah. (laughs) Can we borrow these? Just to do it. But so I'm salivating to play this Madden 25. The football season is starting. We are just hitting. I don't know how you. I know we talked about this via text, but we've talked about it a lot on the show. Is that we've done like a. Uh, a Gamerland, even though it's called the SFP League yeah, from the yeah. old name, but uh, we've done our own little league. We don't have any li- listeners in Playing, the league anymore. Nope. Uh, we just have friends, but I really like I like it, uh, and I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm just going to keep going. And with this football season starting, and we just started the playoffs, which is my favorite time of the yeah, football it's season. Great. It's pretty great. And it's, so it's in our game. That it's a little weird that we, yeah, it kind of feels strange to be playing the playoffs at the same time as kickoff weekend. Yeah. Wait, is kickoff weekend this Sunday? No, no it's the no, following no, no. week. Yeah. It's the weekend after Labor Day. It's, yeah, after this. So, uh, and, and this weekend s- when this episode premieres. I'm excited because I'm going to create another league for myself in Madden 25, <laughs> and I'm going to see who wants, who else wants to join it, but... Now, is Madden 25 available on the PS4 as well? Yes. Okay. And And why didn't you buy the digital copy so that you could have... Because I did not know that Uh, until I'd already... Why didn't you return it? I purchased the Madden 25 because I just want to play the game. I see. Uh, I purchased the Madden 25 game back in March. Uh, In fact, it was... I didn't know this. Heads up for anybody who uses an Amazon thing and moves... Uh, if you buy things ahead, like I sometimes like to do, uh, like a game that I know I'm going to purchase, I just buy or it. Or a console. As soon as it's announced that it's going to release. Uh, if you buy it, even if you update your address, it still ships to your old address. Do you? Is your PS4 coming here? Or yeah, I checked that. No, it's, oh, coming okay. to my, it's coming to here. But I had to go to my old address, and I had to bug the people that were at my old address because it didn't get left outside the door. Like, I was salivating to get that game. But as I was saying, because my kids took their flu shot, no tears, I ended up playing Lego Batman with uh, my son and then building my wife's bike for her birthday present. Have not been able to touch Madden 25. But Hit during stop, the recording, let's go. Yeah, during the recording <laughs> of this first episode, you may have noticed I was drinking an iced coffee as opposed to my usual ginger ale or water. Uh, uh, that is because it will not... The, my eyelids will not be seen by my pupils without the, the, seeing at least the opening poem that uh, Sir Lewis has come back with us this year. I can't wait. Some kind of Def Jam poet of speech of, of Martin Luther King-esque passion. How, how incredible. Uh, you know, our buddy Justin, uh, another Justin, uh, started playing the game halfway through the season. It was after the Super Bowl mm-hmm. when he started playing. And uh, he said, so did that thing with Ray Lewis exist before the the 
the Super Bowl, I said, oh, yeah, they got lucky. <laughs> like, they got – he was the MVP, right? Mm-hmm. They got the MVP doing this whole intro thing, and then he goes on. Like, he had a good year. <laughs> but notice he was not the cover athlete. Yeah, yeah, those are Hardcore different Madden fans know that the cover athlete always has a horrible season. Yeah, yeah well, hard. that's like the kiss of so death. This is Don't the we first vote time, those in? Uh, now you do. Yeah. It used to be that they were chosen, and uh, it was funny because, that, like, Marshall Falk, uh, he was like, they were like, Who? dude, uh, he was a <laughs> no, running back for the Rams, but he was such an amazing player that he was, he's the only like um, three time, I think, Super Bowl MVP or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, or no, I'm thinking of the wrong no, person. That's not him. Yeah, that's not him. But anyway, um, I think that's John Elway. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. So anyway, um, but he, I think he's the only three time cover athlete because okay. uh, that's a whole other thing that may not be entertainment center related, but uh, he was like, this guy, well, this guy is going to break the Madden curse. And then he like, uh, cracked his femur or something like got an injury on the fir- uh, second year or something that he was on the cover. Oh, I can't man. remember what it was, but even he, rolled he the dice. was not uh, <laughs> he was not immune to it. But uh, on a similar note, and then I'll wrap it up with this. But that I watched the Madden uh, Pro Am Madden Pigskin Pro Am where they played on the USS Midway in the harbor of San Diego, and I thought it was just it was basically a publicity like it was a huge uh, yeah, yeah, commercial yeah, 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 for yeah. Madden Twenty Five. I'll be damned, Kevin, if I did not thoroughly enjoy this football game. Oh, really? Like it was a real game? They had Troy. They had their own rules. They had Troy Aikman was the quarterback on one team. Dan Marino was the quarterback on the other. Nice. They had receivers of uh, Deion Sanders, uh, Jerry Rice, Tim Brown. Uh, I can't remember who the receivers was for the other. And then they had actors like James Vanderbeek was thrown in there and a couple other people that I didn't really know. Uh, Trisha Helfer for our other nerd, nerd friends of uh, Battlestar Galactica was on the team. Not an issue. Like she was not a not a contender at yeah, all. Yeah, like, yeah. Didn't Wait, really... these are real humans. Real humans that are playing on a on a battleship. Sure, sure, she was Starbuck. Yeah. Wait. No, she was a Starbuck. She was number seven. The oh uh, yeah, yeah, one of the. Silent. I'm sorry. Again, these are real humans playing a real football game. Real flag football game. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, and so it was great though because here's the thing that was so funny is that like Marcus Allen and these guys that are Hall of Fame players. Yeah would get uber competitive. Like Marcus <laughs> Allen catches a little pla- pass, and he wants to make it clear to the ref. He goes, because I co- they had, like, special rules. Yeah, and yeah. if you caught it on the Xbox logo, you get three points just for catching a pass while standing <laughs> on the Xbox logo. So Deion, San- Deion Sanders drew up a play that was meant just to be a quick three-point score, and you get to keep the ball. You could call in, like, a gold ball. I love this game. It was great. You could call it a gold ball, and if you threw, if you scored a touchdown with the gold ball, you would score 12 points as opposed to seven. When is this game coming out? This oh is Mutant League football. It was awesome. I would get an Xbox for that. I was, I Not was, true. I I was glued to it. And then, but here's the thing. I'm curious to see how this plays out. I was watching a T-vote like an hour later, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, They said on the beginning of it, they go, the first 25 people to tweet that they are watching uh, the Madden Pigskin Pro-Am will get a free copy of Madden 25. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I just happened to, I just happened to notice as the game was winding to a close, I tweeted. I said, I am amazed at how awesome this Madden, something like that yeah, uh, yeah, pro yeah, yeah. is. And in fact, one of our listeners said that I'm amazed that you were actually talking about something that isn't the VMAs, because that was what was going on <laughs> at the time. Uh, and so, so anyway, I go back, and then at the Miley end, I go, I go, I don't think this thing would be highly viewed or whatever. So I go back, and I look. I was number 21 no! of the tweets, and there was... There was like only six or seven other people that were like they were only tweeting specifically because that's what they said. 
Uh, so, so where's your game? I don't know. Like I'm curious. They were all asking, "Hey, I was I'm in the first 25. Where's my game?" Yeah. And so Call I don't them. know if like I'm I curious. I need a copy of that game. Yeah, I'm curious to see. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, if I get it, I'll just give it to Kevin. But that, uh, but I'm just curious to see if it, it, the other thing is that it might have to be for Xbox because it was an Xbox uh, event. Yeah, it would have to be Xbox balls. But well, I, I could sell, sell it. it and use it to buy the <laughs> PlayStation One. But the anyway, so I, I heard playing. that uh, Madden 25. I'm trying to look it up here, but I'm not seeing it because um, I, I. It's made for you. There's a strong chance. Yeah, if you I, mentioned If that. I don't buy Last of Us, I might just buy it because that's that's also the reason why I asked you about the. This is way too much Madden talk, but. Um, no such thing. Yes, there is. It's happening right now. <laughs> um, Madden Maximum. That's why I asked you if you were still interested in playing the game because this year, supposedly, I wanted to look at it first. This year, it, they're, they're toting this owner in the connected player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the only way that this is interesting to me personally is if you are only an owner. Now, they can't, they have to let you play the game, but by being an owner, uh, there has to be some difference within the option of. Saying that you don't, you don't, you don't have, you know what I mean? Final say on what yeah. happens. You just you have to build it from afar, you know. Because yeah, otherwise, yeah. we're all already owners, head coaches, and yeah, and in the players, game, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Because yeah. you do so much, which I don't disagree with. I'm not saying that's a bad way of doing it, but I'm I'm curious to see because and somebody wrote us into the show a while ago when we were going through emails, but that they said, are you curious to see where you could adjust ticket prices and all that stuff? And like I said then. On the previous games that you could do that, it was just like a side game that yeah, didn't, yeah, it was yeah. pointless, like trading ships and Assassin's Creed and, uh, games and stuff like that. It's like a mini game. That's yeah, not sending a guys out on missions that sounded far more interesting than the submissions you were doing in the game on Assassin's Creed. I think that was three or two, but uh, or Brotherhood. It was one of those that was like two. Star Wars, but anyway. of the Old Republic. Or so Old Republic. if that if the case is where you build a team, you make all these decisions, but you don't necessarily have to rely on your football knowledge to be able to play the game. Then in that case, it's made, yeah. that makes I'm this interested. league very fun for you because I that's think. the thing I I miss now that we were in that second fictional season and we're about to, we'll be starting a third fictional season in our current league is is the connection to reality. I really enjoyed playing the same season mm. as as we did. That would be fun to me is to play the games in real time to be like to let the either play them concurrently with the games or play them like a day or two before or after. But see, to me, what makes this so much fun is that you right now had to deal with Tom Brady retiring at the end of the first yeah, season yeah, of yeah. our league and now you got this number one draft oh, pick yeah, that that's you cool traded too. for and that uh, what I like about it is that I used to pay when I was hardcore into Madden there yeah. was a guy that you would mail one of those uh, PlayStation memory cards to and what he would do is he would uh, he would simulate through and export the draft because you used to be able to for the NCAA football yeah. game you would be able to play that game export the draft class and then import that draft class into your Madden. But because they're college players and their names would eventually become licensed properties of the NFL players yeah. union, they could not give them their actual names. Mm. So they were all just the numbers that they had on their team, but you could edit each of the players on your own oh as an gosh. option. So this guy so would go work. through every single player in all of the NCAA college teams and give their names. And once but he did it once, then he just copy pasted. He would just co- and he had that he would export that roster and then he had a way of transferring that roster onto memory cards. Yeah. So you could pay, I think it was like 30 bucks and mail him in your memory card. He would transfer it onto it and mail it back to you. And I had the first so you would get 4 years of draft wow. classes that were actual players to the point where I remember there was a friend of mine that used to live across the street that at this time, this was like 10, 12 years later, was a third string offensive tackle for the UNLV Rebels. 
and I went to check to see. I'm like, I'm like, if his name is there, then this guy really did his homework and yeah, he did yeah. all of them. Because it's easy just to get the stars. Sure, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Sure enough, Chris Hines was there. Wow, as a third string offensive tackle for UNLV. And I was like, if he comes up in the draft, I'm drafting him. Like, <laughs> but I never made it. <laughs> the um, that one of the versions I heard for the Madden 25 is that it comes with some sort of NFL rewind. Like you can get a, a deluxe package, and you can also get access to watching the games live on your computer and such. So I'll have to look into that. See mm. if that. Mm. I, I wish I could have given you. I think I threw away those things. It didn't have NFL rewind. Yeah, it I had an advertisement so. for Sunday Ticket in mind. Yeah, just an ad for it. Yeah. Let's go to the sandbox. I made a castle without water. <laughs> Try to break this down. You did kind of already talk about the magic of uh, of sports related video games, but um, we could we could discuss some remastering of games. I you know having having talked about Ducktales, I mm-hmm. think that there is something to be said about this this current trend of remastering video games. Uh, Ratchet and Clank has got remastered. Of course, Sly Cooper had its remastering. Uh, Jack and Daxter has got a remastering. Oddworld remastering. Now DuckTales remastering. And I know it's a topic I think we're borderline beating to death, but I think all of our listeners would agree that I would love for all of these remasterings to include Vita copies. Like, you you got to put some of this stuff on the yeah, Vita yeah, because yeah. these are great games that I would love to play, but I do not want to play them on my PlayStation. Yeah. I'm a guy who plays it, Last of Us, God of War, and Madden, and that's it. That's my PlayStation games. I don't play a whole library. I'm not. I'm a. I'm a thirty-something-year-old man with two yeah. children. Now, what I do have time is that when I'm away from my house and my TV is not, or my TV is yeah. occupied by being watching Wreck-It Ralph for the forty-eighth time, <laughs> then I would love to. If I trust me, if I had Ratchet and Clank on my Vita, I would be all over that while those kids are playing, and I would not be able to resist the urge. Uh, it's coming. Oh, good. And so is uh, Jack and Dexter is already available. Already there. Yeah. And Ratchet and Clank is on its way. And, um, oh, Sly, well, and Sly Cooper, I would hope, is getting over to the Vita very soon. Um, the Sly Collection. The Sly Collection, yeah. No, We've seen the remaster, time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Thieves in Time already there. Eventually. I mean, how great would that be? But, um, you know, that that's the thing. We were talking about that before because you wanted to talk about the lack of a of a deep library on the Vita. And I feel like we're we're a year and a half into this thing, uh, and they did promise us more content. The thing you said, not just games you've played before, but new games. I don't know if we've really seen much no. of that. There's a lot of um, there's, there's a lot of smaller games. There's a lot of indie games, and there's a lot of which is great. There's a lot of pinball games, but there are not. Uh, with the exception, I mean, uh, Little Big Planet. And uh, Little Big Planet Vita and um, uh, whatever the Nathan Drake game is, uh, Uncharted. Whatever, yeah, whatever the name. They of it made is. A, They did a Call of Duty one that was horrible. Yeah, uh, and an I Assassin's almost bought Creed. it and I heard it was horrible. And then they did Assassin's Creed, which was pretty good. Yeah, those are the Uncharted was great. Those are the three uh, that have been successful AAA titles. Direct to Vita, Vita only. You can I throw mean, we, Madden in there, even though the Madden that you're playing at Madden 13 yeah. is really like Madden, I would say 06 or or something like that. I'd say I you thought. have to. I mean, those are obligatory when it comes to a game library. Like that's going to be Formula there. One 2011. I yeah, those that. Yeah, those. Are, I mean, FIFA. Those are on there, but yeah. those are going to be everywhere. Like you can play FIFA on your iPhone, but to play to like a game, and they and they weren't designed. I mean, Madden is other places. Well, we talked about FIFA on your iPhone isn't going to be as good as FIFA on the Vita. No, no. My point is like games oh, okay. that were designed for the Vita. Yeah. The the PlayStation or Little Big Planet Vita, 
the Uncharted Gold Vita, Thank you. and Assassin's Creed Vita. I'm going to finish a little bit bang, little Big Planet on the Vita oh. instead of playing the Siphon Filter 2. Let's play. It's fantastic. But here's the deal. All three of those... Uh, oh, okay. Then the one exception I think of is Gravity Rush because all three of those that I just mentioned are not sound shapes. Or... Yeah, see, that's a small, that's a little that's game. That's an indie game. That's an indie game, and it's mm-hmm. cross by. Uh, and it, it may not be any indie, but the point is, it's not a AAA title. You can't look at that and be like, that game costs them five years. I see what you're saying. You're saying that let's see some representation as if the Vita is its own console. Exactly. Yeah. Gravity Rush is the only game that I can think of. Let's take what it brings mm-hmm. and and create something that is just for that. Yeah. And, and that's the reason what... we don't see that, I'm guessing, is because the Vita sales pale in comparison to an Xbox or a PlayStation. I'm not sure. There's a f- I, I assume that seems to be the only logical explanation, but you also see other uh, third parties deliberately not adding their game to that library. Skylanders is this it's like the notable omission from the Skylander lineup. You can play Skylanders on the Wii, the Wii U, the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, the iPhone, the iPad. I mean, they have their own portal for this. The, The Nintendo DS, the 3DS, not the Vita. It's like the one console. Yeah, why not have the iPhone game on the Vita? Or the 3DS the version on the Vita. Yeah. Like oh, I don't even know what the 3DS version that's is. That's what I say. Like it exists. But it doesn't need the portal of power. It does. Do. It has its own the 3DS uses. The three DS has its own portal of power. It, it requires infrared. There would be a technology change. Yeah. But to your point, like there are other versions of this, but they are they are suspiciously absent and I think it's because they've done their homework because they know these things and they say well the, the our target audience is do not own Vitas yep I don't know how entirely true that is because I know ten, I've seen ten year old boys. I know some. I have a nephew that's one that plays Vita, plays Sly Cooper, plays all those things on a Vita. It's a, it's a viable medium. Or does a, he also have a PlayStation? No, he doesn't. Which is what I thought. Um, that's what it is. That's what it all comes down to. Is that if I'm a parent mm-hmm. and I've got to drop four hundred bucks, I'm going to do it on the PlayStation because it's more than like more likely that my kid is going to be there. And a DVD player for the car rides that are the road trips I might pick them on, that's $100. Mm, interesting. Plus the cost of the DVD that I could rent for a buck I don't know. To me, I box. feel like the Vita is a better choice because then they can hold in their hands. They can watch it in the car. They can sit in a restaurant and use it. The games are, are cheaper. Right. More compact. But what you're not thinking of is that dollar amount. That that's number. what I'm saying. They are cheap. The Vita is cheaper than the PS3. I know, but not, how how much is the Vita now? They dropped it. It's 199 Right, so that's what I'm saying though. For two hundred bucks, you get the Vita. You still have to pay sixty bucks for a game. Forty. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, to whereas for one hundred dollars, you can either pay twenty bucks to be able to watch a video, which is also you could watch at your TV. Like that's mm. what I do. I pay I think twenty five bucks for a DVD Blu-ray combo pack for everything I get for the kids because they can watch the DVD in the car and then they can watch a, a Blu-ray at the house, and then. Um, you couple that, or you could just go to a red box and get most of the DVDs for a buck ninety nine for a road trip, or for five hundred you get an iPad which has a bunch of games and movies, educational stuff. Uh, yeah, all right, but but the thing is, the 3DS is still killing it in the market, or has done rather well, has been strong. Uh, all the How same. How much does it cost? I'm not sure. They just dropped their price as okay. well. The um, 
the thing is that the PlayStation or Sony has not given up on the Vita, yeah. but I would love to see. And the, and the library is getting thicker, and they add new get new titles more regularly. But to our point that we just don't understand is these games that seem like they would make obvious choices to yes. fill out the library. Platform for the Vita. games. Platform games should be the place that you play all of your platform games should be on the Vita. Yeah. And, and while I'm not saying they should not be on PlayStation 3, but it is pure insanity in my opinion. There has to be something in the way that it's programmed in the Vita that it costs way too much money and that they lose money because to me, it's you could get people to double down. Well, we'll see what happens when the PS4 comes out because it's supposed to be a perfect companion device for it. So if people begin to see, if they can treat the Vita as a, as a peripheral, for for as a peripheral controller for the PS4, that will change everything, and then everybody must have a Vita, in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> and my stock will go up. <laughs> you will send my children Yet to again. college. <laughs> it doubles, it triples in mine. Um, yeah, I, I, you know uh, what I wanted to talk about remastering. I mean, uh, there's a little bit of like. Um, are we cheating by getting away with this? Like this remastering to games that are only 15 years old, if that. Like, it, it, do you? When I play them, I'm like, yeah, they're in HD. The sound is a little better. I get that, but do, don't I already have that sitting on my shelf? <laughs> yeah, but you can't play it anymore uh, because I don't have my PS2 hooked up. That's fair. All right, I'm on board. And you don't have that console anymore. So are they going to keep getting us in this way? Like, how many versions of Super Mario Brothers do you own? It do you own? Like, how many? You know, how many copies of this for Do I systems? actually own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only own the one that is uh, downloaded through the Wii. You had it on the Game Boy. Oh, did I buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I thought you were asking, like, do I own right now? Yeah, yeah, no, own. So I bought purchased. it on Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, it probably, uh, when I bought the Nintendo, it yeah. probably came with the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I've had every Nintendo yeah. except for the GameCube. And the 64. And the 6, no, I had a 64. Did you really? Mario Party. That's the one that had the center stick, right? Yeah, yeah, When we played Mario Party at Jeremy, I bought a Nintendo 64. That's right, you did. Because I, Natalie loved Mario Party so much. Hmm. Um, so I had a Nintendo 64 and a PlayStation at that time. Uh, and then now the Wii. So I've had every single one except for the GameCube, right? Yeah, sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. So whatever came with that, although I was never a Mario person. Yeah. You know what I mean? My point is uh, just so that, I'm like, trying to think of what kind of game is remastered. The, uh, this Vita is the closest thing that people are to getting me yeah. in on that, in that I've bought Abe's Odyssey. I bought that Japanese port of Mega Man. That was just a flushing of $10. He said port. Yeah. Port. Yeah. Not porn. What? Not porn. I don't know what they're saying in Japanese. <laughs> it sounded like you said Mega Man porn. Oh, it did? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Twelve-year-olds all over the world were... Hey, Mom, can I have $10 in my Mega Man? <laughs> Check that Christmas list is all Vita. All Vita. She's got to get a Mega Man game. He's, he's got... His name, is, his name is Bullseye. I wonder, then meanwhile, girl gamers are like... <laughs> oh, 13 year old. Let's go to the news feed. <laughs> Meanwhile, on fire. <laughs> These keep getting better. <laughs> I, I had a news ship that arrived. That's what mine was. Sailing. <laughs> um, you, you stumbled across uh, an article on Elon Musk. Elon yep. Musk, who invented the Tesla, who's the real live Iron Man. He has nothing to do 
with uh, gaming. We just thought it was interesting. Yeah, Elon <laughs> Musk might be the real-life Iron Man, teases rockets designed in thin air. If you've ever seen one of the Iron Man movies, you'll remember. Now, for those the what? Who, yeah, he's a series of. Super- <laughs> we got By the way, that's a that's a whole other side thing. I don't think we have time for. But isn't it crazy that there that there's even talk of Robert? Da- this is. I was frustrated when I heard this. Robert Downey Jr. is no longer interested in doing the Iron Man movies. What? He's already going to do Avengers two. But after that, he would like to step down from the franchise. Mark Wahlberg is throwing his hat into the ring, which I think is uh, hilarious. That he's, I mean, to, the only reason I could think that is because he's old. Like, yeah. you look at him, you're like, he looks tired. And, you know, no. he's, he's done it. Robert Downey Jr. could do it. There's nobody else that could pull it off. No one will be. Yeah, as good. That's it's like, like that's, it, here I honestly we are in wanted James to, Bond again. Yeah. Because when, when, uh, why, why is it like, I just don't get it. Like, they're making so much money. Why can't you just keep giving the fans what they want? So frustrating. He was on Saturday Night Live. He doesn't need your fandom. (laughs) I hate it. I hate that there's going to, like, it's it's so interesting how, why is it that Batman could go through that? Like, now that the internet was a flurry with Ben Affleck being announced as the new Batman in the Man of Steel movies and, uh... And Which isn't a Justice League movie, by the way. It's a crossover no. movie. Yeah, it's just a crossover. So it's, it's not like, a crossover movie. It's just a new Batman is a character in a, in the sequel to Superman: Man of Steel. Oh, that's, is that all it that's is? That's all it is. It's not even, and that and that's it. Like I, I don't know Good if they're, they're and the, the, some of the verbiage that I read was that what that I read was that they're announcing that Ben Affleck will be the new Batman if they decide to make other movies. You know what I mean? How, so why is it though it's that like Batman, Amazing Spider-Man? Why are we rebooting? Is it because this of our childhood? Like why is it Batman could go through all these iterations that I'm not offended when the new one comes in? Like I, I'm like great. So Ben Affleck could be Batman. What is it about the Iron Man idea? That, because he ben, nailed it. Because Ben Affleck, George Clooney, uh, any of them are not the first Batman. Adam West was Batman. Ah. Uh, and he's the proto Batman. So everything else on that are spins on Batman. You Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. Who else has played him at that level? I mean there's solid points. Yeah. <laughs> he was he's the guy. Yeah. He is he embodies every I mean, to the point where the Marvel comics are drawn to look like uh, him now, yeah. not the other way around. Yeah. Same thing they did with what's his bucket when he started playing Wolverine. Yeah. They started making him look more and more, more like thin and yeah, taller. Even though he's to... always been under five foot. Yeah, Wolverine has always he's been, been over stout, five foot. A stout, almost borderline chubby, hairy man. Yeah, and then they are like, now this guy's good. Yeah. Uh, so it, look him up. So, Elon Eli Musk is the real Iron Man. Well, I, he's invented a uh, he's invented a new way to travel through like a sonic tube that would be pushed with compressed air. He's uh, the guy behind the uh, sporty, high performance electric car. He's also like you were saying, he's uh, behind getting people into space. Like yeah, you could just SpaceX. book a flight and go up into space. Uh, but this is his newest thing. Is you'll remember some of the scenes where Tony Stark stands in front of a holographic panel and moves his hands in the air to design his suit or form his plans to save the world. It seems futuristic and like science fiction, but Elon Musk, the founder and CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, said he has come up with a way to design rockets in just that way. Someone just needs to get the man a holograph generator. <laughs> Musk tweeted on Friday that he had come up with a way to design rocket parts just with hand movements through the air seriously. Now need now need a high frame rate holographic generator, so that's who this wow. amazing man. Uh, Favreau said in Time Magazine's 2010 Time 100 issue that when I was trying to bring the character of genius billionaire Tony Stark to the big screen in Iron Man, I had no idea how to make him seem real. 
Robert Downey Jr. said, we need to sit down with Elon Musk. Oh, wow. At SpaceX, Musk has previously designed the Falcon 1 and Falcon 9 rockets. In 2008, SpaceX received a $1.6 billion contract from NASA, and in 2010, the Falcon 9 was launched. SpaceX did not immediately respond to ABC News' request for comment about Musk's rocket design plans. Gesture-controlled interfaces and software isn't science fiction anymore. Devices like Leap Motion are big first steps for the technology, but it doesn't always work as promised and must uh, Musk likely has much bigger plans, considering he has a tendency to dream big. On August 12th, he released his plans for the Hyperloop, which is the thing I was a high speed train or transportation system, yeah. which is similar to the way the Jetsons family uh, moved. I saw rooms. that when it came out. It, the idea is that you could go from uh, San Francisco to Los Angeles in 30 minutes. Yes. And, and you could go from, from the same East idea, Coast to China in three hours. The same concept is like what those things you see in the movies or uh, yeah. Home Depot used to have them where they put a, a tube in yep. and then they hit the a pneumatic button. Tubes. And goes, <laughs> Costco yeah. has one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, Costco, that's what I was yeah, trying to think of. They, um, it looks terrifying. <laughs> I don't know. I would do it. Why not? Uh, it, there are no windows, and it's only six people per, per pod. Yeah. It and and But there to his point, the, somehow, since it's air-controlled, there, you do not feel the G forces, so you don't feel the acceleration like when you take off in a plane or whatever. It would gradually speed up and gradually slow down, so that you wouldn't have that like breakneck, yeah. yeah, lunging. Only if you had a guy who had to take up two seats, then it would just you would be spinning. Yeah, see, there like has to be drill. weight issues because. Yeah, there's. Oh. My wife heard that. She said, I'll never get on it. And I was like, this is why we don't live on the moon because of people like you. Speaking of hat, let's go to the inbox. <laughs> I'm in your inbox. You've got someone in your inbox. Old reference. <laughs> Read that one. So somebody wrote and said, Why don't you do your segments anymore? And we were, and I even posted on our wall and said, We did segments. So <laughs> that's, funny. that's why you've been getting segments lately. Uh, uh, we don't have much time here. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely wanted to uh, that that one by Canal. He mentioned something. Yeah, says, "Hey, Kevin and Justin, I just like to start out by saying I'm really enjoying the podcast at the moment. <laughs> it could go either way. Yeah, I appreciate you selling us and open ended. Don't like it anymore. <laughs> but to kill time between each new episode, I've been going backwards through all the episodes you've made, and something quite big struck me. There are really f- uh, there are few really popular game franchises that I've never heard you talk about." Uh, that And I was hoping I could get your opinion on. These being League of Legends, mm-hmm. Pokemon, The Legend of Zelda, and Final Fantasy. Personally, I've always been into these franchises and was hoping you'd spend a few minutes on a future episode discussing them. Thanks. League of Legends, Pokemon, Final Fantasy, and... Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Um, those are all great topics, and we probably should discuss them in a little more depth than just blurring through them. There is the thing about all four of those is that they, well, except for League of Legends, is they're all a little Japanesey, and uh, you and I don't generally yeah. get into the to the ports. League of Legends is based on a Warcraft three game uh, map that uh, just blew up into its own thing, and I, I don't get it. Have you played it? No, I've no. That's the thing. I've I felt when I read you this email, and you're like, oh, let's talk about that. I'm like, well, I hope you got something to say because I've never played any of these yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon. I played a little Final Fantasy because I was like, what's all the hype? Yeah, you got to try that out. Did you, And you never played Pokemon? Nope. Yeah, I played Pokemon to check it out when it was when it was first new on the Game, on the game Boy. Uh, and that was pretty fun. And Legend of Zelda, of course you played Legend of Zelda the very first Yeah, but first I never one. got into it. Yeah, it was a tougher game. I even played, there was when they revamp, first revamped it, I think, for the GameCube yeah. or 64 or something like that. Or the Wii. I played that. I didn't play it on the Wii, but I played that report and I still 
was like, eh. yeah, they they require a different type of. Uh, they're just not our style. Mm-hmm. I you know there are a lot of games that I think float past our desk that I would say that's not a game or or you know you're cheating. Obviously, we've talked a lot about mobile games and such and how they just they don't really resonate as games and such and they're just more of a time waster like Farmville or Candy Crush is yeah that kind of that's I was going to talk about Candy Crush. Um, so those games I I think they they achieve a lot of the great things that games do and I think Pokemon has a some really great elements to it. That certainly they got to catch them all thing really yeah. changed gaming changed a lot of television as well the original sort of, Skylanders yeah they really I think Skylanders definitely looked at Pokemon when they were developing this they had a, a, a game archetype that made sense uh, to do and that. imagine if they would have been able to do Skylanders like 15 years ago mm-hmm. when Pokemon was probably at close to its height yeah 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 and almost on it like then it would have been like oh I said the Skylanders would have been looked upon as a Pokemon knockoff yeah yeah like a toy based Pokemon like Digimon or something was yeah. one of them that actually did pretty good but it was or go the other way the... could you imagine Pokemon being generated with with toys yeah. when I learned I didn't know Pokemon was made by Nintendo was a Nintendo product and I was oh, an I didn't know that those guys have everything I like how I feel about Disney now how they have Disney they have Marvel and, yeah. and Star Wars I'm like what more do they own like how do they also own Pokemon it's such a big franchise uh, <laughs> cut, to, cut to Disney boardroom He's right. Let's get Pokemon. Let's buy. Let's buy. buy They're Nintendo. close. I really feel I would not be surprised if Disney buys Nintendo. That that's the next. That's the next thing that we see. Like that. Like when they bought Marvel, our minds were blown. When they bought Star Wars, we went, "Oh, that's why half the rides in the park are Star Wars." When they bought Pixar, it was like, "Did you already own that?" <laughs> but when they buy Nintendo, uh, I think we'll be like, "Oh," and then it'll make a ton of sense because yeah. we already see a lot of their characters meshing. Well, they reported that Mario will be in Wreck-It Ralph two, and and um, he'll have an actual important role. So way to go, Charles Martinet! You'll be in a film. But League of Legends. Is boring. Is pretty boring. <laughs> the the point, you know, and you know what? Uh, maybe we should get some LOO people in here to talk about it. But I, I loaded it up, and because it's huge, people there are tournaments. It's as big as StarCraft or any of those wow. that are willing to play it. But it, from what I can understand, the point of the game is to know when to push forward and know when to run away, and that's it. That's the whole point of the game. Kenny There's Rogers no, probably the best person then. He would kill at this. Yeah. yeah, he would be like, I'll level up my dwarf, whatever it is. There's no variation really in the skills. You level you up got a character. To level up your dwarf. <laughs> and he's sitting at the table. <laughs> uh, I would love to hear from some people of why they play that game. But All so right. well let's let's put that on the docket as something to talk about next time. Yeah, post it on the Facebook page or uh, you could send it in to you, show at Gamerland Podcast. And if you play L O L like if if you've clocked a hundred hours, I want to hear from not if you played it like I did for a minute, but like if it's your game, uh, let us know. Let's have you on the show because I want to hear from somebody that plays LOL, Little <laughs> League of Legends. <laughs> they have seven days to go get. <laughs> like people really want to be on the show that bad. Yeah, um, I played it for a hundred hours straight. <laughs> you had a couple other great uh, emails. We were oh, running out of time. It? You want uh, I can crank them through? Uh, yeah, let's just go to David's email. David, or you mean Daniel? Daniel? Yeah. yeah. About Star Trek? Yes, please. People are way too critical of the new Star Trek. Christ. There's too much action. The actors are bad. The ship is ugly. Only stupid people watch this. The writers wrote this one bad movie, and I'm basing <laughs> my reviews of this new movie on that bad movie. The script is bad. Wait, I don't understand. Huh? These are all his things that people I know. What saying. is he saying? That they wrote one bad movie, so I'm basing my review on the movie of the movie? On the new movie, on that bad review movie. So I think what he's saying is, is that he likes the new Star Trek 
better than the old Star Trek, is his personal opinion. So therefore, he is frustrated when they are writing the review and keep referencing the other movie. Like he would, re- he would, he would rather they are treated as separate entities. I see. But is his point that he's admitting that it's a bad movie? I think what he's saying is that the first movie is a bad movie, but this one is much better. I think that's what oh, I'm picking that's up. That's All right. what I'm picking Continue. up from this. Uh, and my favorite, it rips off old Star Trek too much, and the new movies are good. So if this fandom can't get its crap together, I'm paraphrasing, I'm going to lose mine. So I'm leaving the fandom. That's what Daniel How do you said. leave fandom? I, does that I'll mean- show you. Done. Where'd you go? Hey, don't come back. Come back to the fandom. I could come back if I uh, want. Remember the heyday of Star Trek? Klingons and Ferengi and Deep Space Nine and, oh, the late to mid-90s. I haven't seen the new movie yet. <gasps> I've been salivating to see it. Oh, really? You yeah, haven't I, seen it? I want to know. When it, oh, when you Jacob see it. Jacob wants to see it. I. It's not in theaters anymore. It's almost on No, I know. We're it's almost waiting on Amazon. For it. It's coming out in a couple weeks on Blu-ray. Have me over. You could buy it for fourteen ninety nine on Sony and on Amazon right now. Yeah, see, that's what I... Because I didn't see Lone Ranger and I didn't see uh, Monsters University. I'm dying to see them because they're on my Disney Infinity. Uh, but I, it, they're still in theaters here and there, so I can't get them probably for another two months. It's killing me because I want to see You could probably movies. play through that Lone Ranger. I've heard it's pretty I have. awful. Yeah. I, I've been playing Lone Ranger, but... Okay. Uh, but I still want to see it, yeah, yeah, and I want to see why it's pretty bad. But um, so, so, so I get it. If you want to not associate yourself with with these haters, uh, I don't blame you. And that Justin and I are pretty. I'm a very avid Star Trek fan. Justin's always been a uh, a strong fan of the Star Treks and mm-hmm. has enjoyed them pretty much. But you, you know, the best part about being an adult fan is that you don't have to to join the nerd rage. You can still like something. You can like Phantom Menace. I can't imagine not liking that movie just because I feel like they they had so much fun with what I remember to be the tone of the original cast of the movies, like with a modern twist, with yeah. a, with a, a, a up to date, yeah, like what you'd expect. Because if you pop it, I it's always true. if you I pop in the it, though when people get angry that somebody made something new and it's like. They're giving you more, though. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense yeah. to be annoyed because it's like – it's this double-edged sword, and we've talked about it. I think it's in my my manifesto, the, the double-edged sword of, of gaming and, and franchises in general. One of the biggest complaints people have is that we – Hollywood has no original ideas, that we we see the same thing again and again and again. But you won't go see the new idea movie unless it's got a cast member you know, a director you know, a producer you know, or from a story you know, or a book you've read, or a game you've played. Unless it's you. But I think to be fair, mm-hmm. the anomaly uh, to those, like let's say, um, uh, what's that? What's the one with uh, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence? Silver Linings Playbook. Okay. Uh, I remember when he was promoting that movie. Yeah. And it had limited theatrical release. Mm-hmm. And he was ta- and Howard Stern was, he was on Howard Stern and he was like it's a movie that I did as a favor to my friend and then I started reading the script and it, I think we really did a good thing here. We made a really good movie and I'm really proud of it. And so he's like I'm trying to get people to go out and see it, right? And then the more and more people were like, oh, my gosh, I saw it, and it was amazing. Oh yep. my! Now, you could say that that's hype. Maybe you could say it's not a very good movie. But when I watched it, I was like, I bought into what everybody else was saying. And I think, in my opinion, uh, and like with things like paranormal activity, I think with the, world, like, with the social media aspect of the world we live in today, that if you make something that is good, regardless of who's in it, people are on board. 
it, it, here and there, there's but still I a matter that you of you can't get the funding behind. Yeah, it. that's where I think the that, issue. There's lies. it's both and because then you can't make a Star Trek movie like that if it's not Star Trek, yeah, right? You know but, what I mean? But you look at like Kickstarter, CG. So so the Kickstarter stuff that kills is the stuff that's popular. Mon- Veronica Mars, right? The, these things that just Zach blow Brown. up overnight because they're stuff that I have already trusted that I want more of. So that's the things that I'm willing to invest in, even when a studio is not willing to to foot the bill. But even even Star Wars, the very first Star Wars movie, had one of the most recognizable actors in it. I mean, there were a slew of of no names: Mark Hamill, even Harrison Ford was nobody. Carrie Fisher, they you know they had done things here and there, but they weren't huge. Uh, I guess Harrison Ford was in '62. Uh, what are that film was? But American Graffiti. Yeah, um, the um, which he was originally a carpenter on, and then George Lucas yeah, threw him in the movie. That's right, and that's how we have one of the greatest American actors of all time. But the um, but my point was, it had Sir Ian McKellen, or whatever his name is. I mean, a, a huge name on top of that. Uh, and that was a creative property that, that broke all sorts of boundaries and stuff. So, uh, But that was a drawing point to it, that it had this this actor with this rich, deep history within it. Um, so I, I just say... My point is this: is that no, it's both sides of the coin that pe- that Hollywood is only willing to make the movies because it's really the only ones that people are willing to go see. And even your example of Silver Lining Playbooks has the, has two or three major uh, celebrities right. in in the cast. But I'm saying it wasn't promoted. Yeah, it wasn't promoted in the way that say Star Trek Into Darkness was. But you yeah, see oh television yeah, yeah, yeah. Ads coming out the yin yang. Uh, and but uh, that's because they didn't spend as much and money. To me, to me, I think that the reason why you have Robert De Niro, uh, uh, what's I'm pulling his name, yeah, whatever, uh, Rush Hour, yeah, uh, Chris Tucker, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, all amazing known names uh, yeah. in this movie. I think it's because they all read the script and like, oh my gosh, this oh awesome. yeah, my one in. And they're using their weight to, to oddly but, do something interesting. But name a franchise, name a property, and we've talked about this in gaming world as well, that isn't already associated with something you know that that is on the mainstream. There isn't. Yeah. yeah. It's always a stepping stone from something else. But I but I, I think it's also – I think it's – and maybe we're saying the same thing. It's that one begets the other in that the easiest – that's the easiest way to make some money yeah. and make mm-hmm. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like base it on something so, that – so do you Star like. Trek fans that for whatever reason it, it, it's like people that complain about the new Star Wars films it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't your your love for Star Wars is not ruined by the new movies they're just something else yeah. so you have to be okay with it uh it you know if you love Star I love love Star it cha- it shaped my childhood and my adulthood my young adulthood uh the Star Trek's next generation deep space 9 Literally, that's not an exaggeration. They shaped my young adulthood. When the new movie came out uh, back in whatever, 2008 or 2009, uh, and they rewrote the continuity, I, I was able to look at it and be like, that's that's this Star Trek. I have my Star Trek. It doesn't change anything. So I agree with you. You, you do not have to leave the fandom. Just don't associate with those fans. Yeah. There, <laughs> there are plenty of us that can rationalize both and be just as happy. But not me. Yeah, you hate that. Star Trek. You haven't even seen it. You're gonna like it. I'm excited. I I do recommend that you watch uh, the trilogy sometime soon if you haven't recently. The trilogy. Wrath of Khan, Search for Spock, oh, okay. New Hope. Oh, okay. Pop New those Hope. in. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Voyage did you do a Star Wars crossover. I yeah, I did. Wow, that's crazy. Spoilers. Star Trek Four and Star Wars Four, and I crossed Cross them in my head and made it New Hope. Nice. Wow. 
my brain is broken. All right, that's our show. You can send us an email to show at Gamerland Podcast. Don't forget to send us an email if you are an avid fan of League of Legends. Uh, because Kevin would like to hear. I would, too. That's Let's have you thing. on. Yeah. Uh, also, you live in L.A., you can come over and I'll make you chilly. <laughs> if, if you're like, hey, uh, I don't like email, I would like to do things the newfangled way, then join the conversation with us on Facebook.com slash Podcast or follow us on the Twitter tweets uh, at GamerlandPod. What else? Oh, go to Facebook.com slash Cooper in his own animated series so we can Betty White this bitch and get it on television all that stuff would be awesome. Yes, we and did it all. <laughs> we shall rule the world. Is it Studio B? Is that what you're calling it? No, my dad just came up. Why with did that he name. come up with that name? I don't know. You, not even Studio I, W, or I don't know. I can call it Studio B. I don't care. I'm just asking. Fine, me if my dad named it. I, I don't have a name for it. <laughs> Studio B, yay! <laughs> On behalf of my new friend Kevin Miller, Justin Warsham saying, <laughs> okay, okay, bye. bye. Every time. <laughs>